0: Hi there, I'm Kelly Martin, and welcome to this special bite-sized episode of Making It Work, the podcast where you get sound advice from remarkable entrepreneurs brought to you by FedEx. This is not a new episode, but a collection of some of the best bits from season one, episode four, where we talked about the realities of working with factories in the US and abroad and treading the fine line between quality and profit margin. Asking the questions is Tom Scallon.
1: Buying local is in vogue. But companies still continue to outsource production abroad. The thing that kept on coming up time and time again was that they aspire to order everything from US factories. I mean, why wouldn't they? But until those factories can guarantee an acceptable quality to a reasonable timeline at an attractive price point, they were forced to manufacture at least some of their products abroad. Take Tivan. He reckoned that after working as a product manager for a huge fashion house, getting factories to make his products for his own company would be a breeze.
2: The size of the operation really, really has an impact on whether or not these partners, especially foreign partners, are going to do anything for you. That was the number one challenge, is just getting people to care about this small little project you're working on. For all the manufacturers we've worked with, we've had to show them projections and pitch them a story on, who we are as a business, why it's growing fast, and why the orders that we're placing with them are going to continue to grow. There are plenty of small factories, smaller factories with lower standards that perhaps we could have worked with without doing any of that, but the product would have suffered.
1: You hear of big companies getting their intellectual property stolen all the time. But ripping off a shoe startup from Texas, well, that's something else. Brian's a great example of this. He's founder of Penny Luck Shoes.
3: I make my shoes in Mexico. In Leon, Mexico, they made some of the best shoes in the world that rivaled Italy. I went through a lot of factories. I got ripped off a few times. Finally, I'm ready to start producing and just so happens that there's a show, a wholesale show taking place. my factory had a booth present and they had all of my products that I had designed and put my heart and soul into on display, selling them to everybody else. And so it was extremely disheartening.
1: The importance of doing research and, if possible, meeting manufacturers in person is echoed by Dana, whose Philadelphia-based company Anorono makes lingerie for women who've undergone mastectomies.
4: When you're looking for your external partners in relationships, and that is likely because you need to make a product or you need to manufacture something, due diligence is utmost. most importance if you don't know what you're doing and you don't know who you're working with and you haven't vetted them they can put you out of business because they will make mistakes when i didn't do the necessary due diligence i missed my kickoff and my launch date for my business by over six months and when i got my goods in for my launch they were not the goods i approved with my old facility meaning that I had fit issues, I had quality issues, and I had to manage all of that. It's all
1: good and well criticizing companies for not making products in their own country. But like Dana said, if the expertise don't exist, then you have no choice but to outsource production abroad. Our next entrepreneur, David, does have a choice. He makes a special kind of wheel designed for tough terrain. If he can get better quality from somewhere else, he won't hesitate to cheat on good old Uncle Sam. Some of the best product I've ever gotten is out of China.
5: And I I still to this day order it because I really, really like it and it's really, really a good price. And I do not have a US supplier for it. So in that particular case, There is no choice. I don't have a U.S. supplier. And this guy makes quality, quality, quality stuff. It's awesome if you can do it. And I make it work, but it is work. I have to have a translator. I have to have somebody in the middle who is over there who is my buddy. He is my advocate. He's my escrow company. He's that guy over there that on my behalf is acting and speaking the words that I'm saying in their language, in their culture, and in their method, because methodology is very different all over the world. I produce everywhere. There's certain things I have to buy overseas, but by gosh, I get the best, best stuff in the world.
0: That's it for this Bite Size episode. If you don't want to miss out on new ones, be sure to subscribe. And if you're enjoying what we're doing here at Making It Work, why not give us a rating and review? We read them all. If you'd like to know more about the entrepreneurs featured in this podcast, or want to listen to the entire episode, head to fedEx.com slash making it work.